Welcome back to the Apex Business Advisors podcast. I am your host, Andy Cavanaugh, joined as always by Doug Hubler. Doug, do we have a third today? No, it's just us in here. Oh my gosh. So just the two of us. Yeah. And before we dive into that topic, we have had a handful of closings. Talk a little bit about the closings that we've had and yeah, I guess over the last couple of weeks we've had uh, several closings, and most of the time we don't say the names. We've uh, every once in a while we'll be able to put out a name and a picture. We'll put them out on LinkedIn if we can. But over the last couple of weeks we've had five closings. So we've had one company that we can mention the name. It's Tracker Door here in Kansas City, and that was a residential and commercial garage door business. We sold a greenhouse, a daycare center in Kansas City, a bathroom remodel business, and then a really interesting one in Atlanta that's a a barcode equipment business. I wanted to talk to you about searching for a business to buy. Mm -hmm. In the past, we have talked about criteria. I think it boils down to four things. When a buyer is looking for a business, I think there's four things that they're really looking for. I think number one, geography, industry or business type, investment level, and cash flow. I think those are the four things that are ultimately going to be the main criteria drivers. So you're saying investment level as in the price of the business? The price of the business, acquisition cost of the business, how much money do they have Mm -hmm. to invest in the purchase of the business or a down payment? Well, and I think that's one of the questions we'll, I mean, one of the things we'll be talking about too is they may see the price, but a lot of people don't understand how that might translate into what do they need to bring to the party. And the most popular place that people go when they look for a business is biz by sell. So when you go to biz by sell, there's going to be thousands of listings out there. Mm -hmm. And so as we talk about narrowing it down, what are some of the search criteria and we'll just I'll just go off of biz by sales filters because we have our own too. But one of the things that they may want to look at is whether they're interested in a business opportunity or a new franchise, a startup business, and they can get rid of any of those if they're if they're not interested. And that will wipe away thousands of them. The other thing is they can put in keyword searches. So if they're interested in manufacturing, they can just type in the keyword manufacturing type in locations, I can type in the state, size of the business. So there, there, there are several things. So I think we're, you're going to be looking at, I'm, I'm interested in a business between 750000 and $2 million in size. I know I can handle that, so I'm going, to, I'm going to narrow in on that size business. And I don't want to drive any more than a half an hour from where I live, so I'm going to start in my location, put that in there. And then I'm gonna I'm gonna hit enter and see what comes out from that. Most of the time, they're going to be blind ads, meaning we're not gonna say the name of the business, we're not gonna give you the address, we're not going to give you much about the business other than some numbers, high level description, high level overview, those right. types of things. Right. And that's one of the things I think after you after you go through the filters, you're gonna come up with. 100 businesses to look at, let's say, and then you're going to see all the various types of businesses out there 
and you can pick and choose and, and look through the summary. They should all have some type of summary about the business explaining, maybe a little bit of history. But we have to be careful in describing the business because people like to guess who it is. And so we might just say Metro Kansas City. We're not going to say Overland Park or Olathe or something like that. So we're going to keep it pretty general. We're not going to mention the name, like you said, because what would happen if we said the name of the company? You just walk right in. Yeah. Tell the employees, hey. Right, I hear you're for sale. Hear you're for sale. Yeah. Which could cause yeah. issues. Or a competitor can be out snooping around. Right. And right. find that out. Now, some, some people do not care. And we see ads out here, and a lot of times it's for sale by owner type stuff. Mm -hmm. yeah. That you will see... Here's the name of the company. Here's the address. I did see one today where they, you know, said, here's the location, here's the website. And that was, a, um, I think, a real estate agent that was listing that. And I think even if the seller isn't too concerned about letting people know they're for sale, the, the problem is it's going to take their mind off their business and they'll be answering calls or potential walk-ins. Like you, like you said, somebody can just walk into the business and say, hey, I'm interested in your business and I hear you're for sale and they're not talking to the owner. So we both brought some examples. Mm -hmm. uh, I brought one good, one bad. What'd you bring? Okay. Well, I brought one good one. This is an apex one. Of course. Yeah. And then I brought a couple that not necessarily bad, but just a couple of uh, comments to make and things to, to look for. Let's start with the title. This is what you're going to first be be seen as. And, you know, if you think about if you've ever had to do hiring and you have a stack of resumes, at first you're just looking for any reason to get rid of, you know, I don't want to meet with a hundred people. Right. I want to right. meet with five. Yeah. So at first it's really a disqualification process. So I've got a couple of titles. Let me know if you think these would be disqualification. Okay. Take advantage of the upcoming insurance tech boom. Known franchise with growing sales. If you just looked at the title, would you disqualify that listing from your search, or would you click on that to, to learn more? Well, I might, I might disqualify it just because you mentioned franchise, and I might not be interested in that. Insurance tech boom? Okay, well, that sounds interesting. Yeah, so, I'm, so you're in. What do you got on your, your titles? Industrial equipment supplier, a scalable interior design and build business with a backlog. And then there's the KC Metro swimming pool contractor. Okay. So outside of specific criteria, I don't want to franchise. Assuming that I am interested in all of these industries, I think that I would move forward if I were in the buyer's shoes with all of these based on any, any issues with these titles that you have. Definitely uh, worth a second look. Yeah, I'm gonna. Ch I'll probably check it out. Okay. Yep. So the next thing you're gonna jump into, and the, a lot of times these are right on the front. There's gonna be asking price, cash flow, and revenue. Mm -hmm. So on the ones that I brought, I have the upcoming insurance tech boom, asking price two million, cash flow in a gross revenue in a. Okay. So on the franchise. Asking price four thirty nine, cash flow one twenty five, gross revenue six hundred. Okay. Of those two, so are you disqualifying either of these? I'm I'm going to have a hard time with all the NAs. 
yeah. on, on, when, on some of the basic information. And what do yours have? So this one, particular one, a million five, 300,000 cash flow, gross revenue 850, and it's got an inventory amount in here. And then uh, the interior design business is asking three and a half with a $700,000 cash flow, gross revenue listed, and FF&E of 240. So FF&E is what? Fixtures, furniture, and equipment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first thing that I would do if I were in the buyer's shoes is, uh, first of all, I want to see what the asking price is in relation to cash flow. That's because if we were buyers, we would be SDE buyers. We want to know what's that multiple. Right. So for me, I'm going to look at this one that doesn't even give me cash flow, and they just want $2 million. And probably at this point, I'm not reading any further. Right. I'm throwing it right. away. Right. Because there's an economic component to this. And the economics have to fit. So I need to be able to understand if I'm going to give $2 million for this business, what am I getting? What am I buying? I'm buying no cash flow, no revenue, no EBITDA, no FF&E, no inventory, but I don't have to pay rent. So, you know, (laughs) I got that going for me. And it's been in business for uh, 10 years. Okay. So I don't know anything about this business. And I'm looking at a hundred other businesses. Yeah, that, I'm probably just going to move on. Yeah, I think that's the issue. Really, is there's tons of competition, so there are plenty of listings to look at. You can move on to other things that are going to give you more information. So that one, to me, sounds like it's going to be a lot of work to get information. Yeah. So, so I'm going to move on. So this other one, okay, I see they got a asking price of four thirty nine, cash flow of one twenty five. So I'm looking at around a three multiple on that cash flow, a little under. To me, that is reasonable. That is within the ballpark. So I'm going to hang on to this one. Mm-hmm. I'm going to I'm going to look at it. When you look at yours, what do you got? This is the industrial equipment supplier, and asking a million five with a three hundred thousand dollar cash flow. So right off the bat, that multiple yeah, you're looking is at high. A five. And and so all right. So what's what's next in here? I've only got an inventory of fifty thousand. Oh wait, that's not included in the asking price. So they want fifty thousand on top of their five multiple. It's also a home-based business. This owner's looking to retire. There's really not a, a lot of information here that would tell me why I would want to pay a five multiple. If it was something that was cash flowing a couple million, okay, a five multiple. That's that's doable, but not not three hundred thousand. Remind me of the industry on that one again. This is just an equipment supplier. So we're not a manufacturer; we're just supplying it. This is probably home-based business. It's probably a, a uh, manufacturer's rep. So those that that business, I would probably move off to the side. So you've passed on one. I've passed on one. Mm-hmm. And this is how quick it goes, right? Yeah, when it goes quicker because we're not. We're talking about it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so if, if I'm scrolling through biz by you're cell, you're moving fast through this because yeah. there's a lot to look at. Yeah. What's your next one? Uh, the other one is again a high multiple deal, asking price of three and a half million with a seven hundred thousand cash flow. This is in the interior design and build business. It looked like an interesting business off the title. They're showing a, a large backlog of business. And so that's great, but um, this is one that they're actually naming the company. 
So I'm gonna, they, they say the, the uh, owner's names, we've got their website, we, we know their address and everything else. So I'm a little bit curious about why they're gonna want a, a five multiple on this one too, because an interior design and build business, service business with some construction, typically isn't, they're not gonna be getting a five multiple. So I've gotta figure out what is in here that's unique. They lease their facility. There's not real estate with this that I can, that I can see. So I'm, I'm seeing a high multiple here. So you're either gonna to have to be very, very intrigued by the industry. Mm-hmm. Perhaps you found a unicorn, but you're probably passing on that one as well because there's too many questions in your mind right now for you to even say, you know, do I, do I want to go through the hassle of maybe filling out a non-disclosure or yeah. making a phone call or it, sending an email? It looks like what they're trying to sell is the ability for someone else to take it to other markets, maybe to potential franchise opportunity. Well, a buyer's not going to pay for their ability to scale this and take this a, a design and build business to multiple cities, they'd be questioning how scalable that really is. We're down to you have one, I have one. So okay, the next thing, so I'm going to click into my franchise. I'm okay here. I like that the multiple mm-hmm. to me fills a line. Um, we've got a nice FF and E. We've got assets that are coming with the business. They established what their rent is. So my next question is going to be, wonder why they want to sell. So. A lot of times you can look down there and they will list a reason. Reason for selling. Seller has other business interests. So at this point, I'm going to I'm gonna buy that. Okay. You're going to trust it. I'm going to trust yeah. it. Okay. I'm not getting rid of it just yet. But I am going to look at, okay, financing. It says seller carry or finance possible. So what that's telling me is that, you know, perhaps we're not going to be able to get bank lending on that. So maybe the books aren't exactly crisp they're they're anticipating needing to sell or finance something is what you're seeing yeah Yeah. or maybe the books are very crispy because there's been some cooking going on (laughs) (laughs) so um, the other thing i'm going to look at is what else are you going to tell me about this so you're going to tell me about your competition you say the brand is exploding sales are growing as it has continued to innovate with new products Oh, well, I like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's exploding. The brand yeah, is right. um, it's exciting. growth and expansion. The brand is in growth mode and sees 2022 and 2023 being back-to-back record years. You know, so, you know, I'm not seeing anything that really drives me away, but I do see some things that I'm going to kind of perk my ears up and definitely going to be wanting to look at, okay, how profitable is this business? Mm-hmm. Did this 125 that we're showing as our cash flow, was that last year and the previous years have been yeah. 25 and 30? And and I th- yeah, and I think that's a, a, one of the reasonable questions people are going to ask is, am I buying it off the best year? And which isn't necessarily bad because if it's trending up, continually yeah it could be off the best year but so, if it's like like you said maybe it's 30 30 and all of a sudden 125 then what's going on and what do you have on yours this is on a swimming pool contractor so local company listed at about a three multiple that's because of the industry not going to get a huge multiple it's very profitable it's great business been around for over 15 years but again it doesn't make sense to have a crazy multiple when we know we're going to run into issues with 
either finding a good buyer or a smart buyer uh, and being able to get financing. We have inventory that's included and we have a number for equipment uh, that was, is also included in with the business. So this tells a story here. There's enough here, I think, for people to say, okay, do I want to be a swimming pool contractor or not? We don't want people calling if they're not yeah. interested in the industry. So we're going to say what the industry is and let them decide whether this is something they, they want to find out more about. Yeah, and I think on both the ones that we have left, you know, like mine says in their description, this well-known gift franchise. So the same thing that I want to ask, the question of do I want to be in a gift Mm-hmm. Do I want to be in the gift franchise business? Right. And if I'm okay with it, I'm probably setting this one aside as, you know what, let's let's go ahead and shortlist this one. Right. Uh, I'm not seeing anything here that I'm just going to walk away from. And I think one of the, mm-hmm. similar to what we talked about earlier in this show and last week with Dan is, the more complete the information is, I'm probably willing to, like mine even goes as far as telling me how much the rent is per month, what mm-hmm. the square foot is on the the leased space, when the lease expires. Right. Um, so I have this information to say, well, okay, I know that I'll have a home for three or four years and I know how much my lease is going to be. And so, you know what? Yeah, maybe I'll make a phone call on this one. Yeah. And I think on, on this, it's pretty simple to disqualify yourself on it. Because if, if you don't have experience in construction or some related business, you don't all of a sudden want to jump into pool contracting, most likely. So the people that we're going to get on this most likely have a background in it. They're not just looking at the cash flow. They're looking at, we want them to know the type of business specifically. So we're not just saying Kansas City service business or something like right. that, to just to get a bunch of buyers. We want to make sure that we're dealing with, I guess, self-qualified buyers to start with. Yeah, and I think that's... a. A difference between the listing that you have and the one that I have where the known franchise with growing sales and a lot of things what they're selling here is that franchise system mm-hmm. you don't have to mm-hmm. have a lot of industry information you don't have to have a lot of knowledge that Correct. you bring into it we will train you we the franchise will train you on the system and how to run these plays whereas the business you're talking about over there it's someone like me probably shouldn't be calling on this business. Like mm-hmm. I, I could see saying, oh, man, that'd be cool. It'd be fun to have, but I don't have the first. I don't know anything about it. I don't have the right. skills to do this. So I would most likely disqualify myself because I wouldn't get too far down the path and go, I am going to be mm-hmm. very, very reliant on other people to teach me skills and knowledge and know-how on this business. And I think the other thing on here, too, that I didn't mention was the reason for sale was retirement. And we do know in this case, you know, the owner is of an age where it makes sense. He's not 50 years old and retiring or 40 years old and retiring. So this all pretty much makes sense and easy to explain. Uh, so when somebody calls us, most likely they're pretty interested in this, and we can quickly move into the confidentiality agreement stage. And I think that's a good place for us to wrap it up. Any last thoughts on what makes a good listing? What are some red flags to avoid? Well, I think, you know, one of the things that even if a business owner isn't afraid to talk about their business or have it out in the open, I think for purposes of protecting the business and 
brokers and the buyers and everybody is it was still trying to keep things confidential. Your suggestion is maintain a blind ad. Correct. Simplify it. I'm going to want to talk to the buyers initially when they call on it. They're going to say, tell me about this. I'm interested. I'm going to be asking them some questions before I start divulging too much. I want to make sure that nobody's wasting their time. So get some information. I'm glad they've called in or they've emailed. I can follow up with them, and then we can go to the next step. Well, and if you're looking to buy or sell a business, the best place you can get all the information from us is at our website. That's kcapex.com. On there, you're going to find links to active businesses that we have. Have a great week, and if you're looking to buy or sell a business, we got you, fam.